Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Women's Football Show. I am Leanne and as always, I'm joined by my co-pilot, Carl. Yeah, I'm good. Hey, how are you? I'm good. So we're here to discuss... Rangers running rampant over an abysmal Aberdeen side. Um, we would come out eight nil winners. Um, three, four different goal scorers. Um, in this game we had Lizzie Arna, Dina Orsman with her first league goal, Catherine Hill and Rachel McLaughlin both back on the score sheet after scoring in the first game of the season. So let's dive right in there. The first twenty minutes or so were a bit of a slow car. We couldn't seem to break them down, could we? Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they just pass it. It's really hard to get through them. Through them, and for some reason, I tried down that right hand side. So it's like I actually had good, good luck with. But really deep. We can't seem, can't seem to break. It was ridiculous the amount of space that both Brogan and Rachel had in those first kind of twenty minutes or so. The minute we got the ball to the right hand side, more Rachel and Brogan were taking players on, and Yenny Danielson to an extent as well. She was getting quite heavily involved in that. Um, it was actually through Rachel and Brogan that we would get the first goal. Brogan just taking the players on as she does, using that burst of pace, gets the ball across the face of goal, and Lizzie Arnott's there just to tap it in, which is not your typical Lizzie goal. She's known for quite it for bangers, I guess. But I mean, that goal I think is what we needed because Aberdeen were just all behind the ball. I think Malky discussed that after the match, post match, she was saying, you know, they were like 5 4 1 or. You know, there was not really a lot we could have done, so breaking them down, and once we broke them down, I think that's when the kind of the gates opened for us. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't, I don't know why we don't use broken. Because as soon as they get down that side, they'll just 
trouble to teams, so I don't know why we don't know what we're doing anymore, but as soon as that happened, they gave up a little bit, and we were finding it quite easier to get in, in behind and get in the loop. Yeah, um, just the second goal would actually come from Rachel. It was a really good ball in by Lizzie. Um, Kayla McCoy just misses it, and there's Rachel just at the back post, right place at right time, and just rifles it to the roof of the net. Really good goal, welcome to Volley for Rachel. I thought Rachel had a really good game yesterday. Um, defensively, she was solid. She's not afraid to get up and down those wings and link up play. I think her and Yenny have got a really good relationship. They've seemed to have gelled really well. Um, some of the overlapping play between them was really, really good yesterday. Yeah, it's great to have a bit to have a back to have a bit of energy that we're really missing on that side. Did a good job of it, but we really did miss her. Did miss her because, like you say, she's not afraid to get in and out of the ball. To have her, to have her cutting inside as well, rather than just doing the tricks, and was really good as well. So I think she's like she's the yeah, I, I think having Rachel back out was her first field game as well. So it was really good to see her get her full 90 minutes. As did Tara Davison. Um, I think just quickly to what to talk about Hannah and Catherine as I said about pairing. A couple of sloppy things, but that's kind of teething problems when you've got a kind of new centre-back pairing and a kind of back four. Um, but I thought Hannah and <clears throat> Catherine were really good together. They seem they've got a solid foundation there. They covered each other well. You could hear Hannah shouting instructions to players on the back line as she was further up the pitch kind of watching the Aberdeen so that was really good to hear how vocal she was and helped set the defence up setting the players up defensively again teething problems but, but I mean what did you think of the, the pairing car? Yeah yeah, it worked really well yeah. I think it's good each level each level has its in a sense like it's kind of like Catherine's in the back and then the wings so he's going to go and scream like Catherine that's shouting and shouting that's the cap because I was a lot of play down the middle. I think we'll try to trust Kelly to hold the Kelly to hold the ball up, but it was quite clogged and congested in the middle. I mean there was one point Aberdeen did have a shot away. Um I didn't feel like they, they should have I mean Catherine was running and I feel like the Aberdeen player had a hold there. Maybe that was just my perspective. But she's managed to get in front and hit a shot. I mean Vicky Essen would have saved it. She was clearly there. She, you know she had it covered it hit you know thankfully hit the side netting but the referee, I just didn't think it was great yesterday. There was one point in the game we got a foul and we kind of looked at each other as if, why? What the fuck? The referee, it's not even just the men's game, it's the women's game. It's just god awful. Some of the the tackles they were committing and they were getting away with it. One of my favourite moments, however, would come um, after Catherine Hill's goal. Catherine would score from another great ball by Lizzie Arnott, but we would get a penalty just at the end of the first half. And there was a gentleman who was clearly an Aberdeen fan, not so happy at the penalty. If you watch the highlights, you can hear how utterly pissed off he was. But that's what happens when you leave your leg trailing in the box. You shouldn't even get anywhere near the ball. Just caught Kayla completely. Yeah, you can kind of go through the ball. Just 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 go through the ball
You can hear from the highlights. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just bizarre. Some of the suffering was just totally amazing yesterday. I mean, it normally used to be especially like pulling back, pulling back, trying to take advantage of them. Like, yeah, that weren't offside. That that for me was ridiculous. When we had when Aberdeen they had a clear advantage, you know she was running down the the with the wing. She was kind of near the byline. She could have got across and and he's pulled it back. And I think that's just utterly mental for me. That's no that's no clear advantage. I mean, obviously we don't want Aberdeen to score. We want to get a clean sheet. But when you're looking at the rules of the game, that is a clear advantage. I don't understand why he's pulling that, that back because the subsequent free kick did nothing for them. So he's actually just you know, could have cost him a potentially a goal in the game. I don't think he knew what he knew what he times. Like even for the second penalty and it's clean it's handball in the box. And he like, kinda of stutters this way calls it. And She's 
I mean, if she, I mean, if she doesn't pull up for this season, this season it's rigged. Or player of the year. So, I mean, like, you know, like well, she's all, 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 all two goals into the season. I think, I mean, Liza last season was set in top scorer, but she was top for assists. James was a top scorer, but that was a, like a lot of her goals came for Lizzie because as we were discussing Jane and Lizzie last season, they know each other so well they play each other, so they know what to expect from each other. And Lizzie, she's got the foresight. I think Lizzie, excuse me, on that left flank suits us. Yeah. When you get a or a Kirsty in that middle bit, because our balls in are ridiculous at times. There can be, I mean, sometimes they're not the best, but nine times out of ten, they're inch perfect. She knows exactly where she wants it. Um, like the ball she played in for Catherine Hill, it's kind of came off care and Catherine was just right place, right time, and just rifles it into the net. But that. Lizzie picking out those spots. She knows exactly where they are. She she's got the foresight to see the whole pitch. Um, somewhere linked up play with Nicola Dockett. I think it'd be remiss not to mention how good Nick was yesterday. Some of the balls she was plucking at the sky was fucking unbelievable. Like such good play for Nick as well. I mean, I'd, the whole team yesterday, apart from as I said, a couple of sloppy passes, were top form. Even in the second half, when we had like Sam Kerr. Kirsty Howitt, Tessel, my dad would come on, Kirsty, Emma Watson would come on, they came on and we were still jailing. Um, Tess was more in a central role, which I think is more her spot and she was kind of feeding the balls out. I think we were playing Kirsty a bit too high yesterday. I feel like Kirsty in that role where she's feeding because I feel like she was quite quiet yesterday. She was picking balls up, but she wasn't like... the normal way she would be passing the balls out and getting the space because I feel like the middle was so congested we, you know she couldn't it wasn't as free flowing for us as it normally is yeah you yeah, yeah, custom McLean no, definitely. Obviously, we've got important games coming up next week. Next Thursday is our first kind of Champions League game, so it's you know I think minutes in the league is good. I think resting people like Test is probably beneficial because I think Test can be really crucial in bringing the ball forward. She's always there to kind of as a CDM, I guess, kind of like up play. But she was talking yesterday; she had a couple of good chances about getting more game of a final third and kind of being in the box, and she, you know. She wasn't far away with a header in the second yeah, half. Yeah. But goal number seven would actually come from Custy Howitt. That's her got three in two games herself. Um, really good pass to Brogan. She controls the ball well and just slots it past the Aberdeen goalkeeper on the left-hand side. I mean, 
I do feel like the goalkeeper should have done better if she got, like she could have got down quicker. But I mean, she looked about twelve to be honest, and it seemed like a big ask for her to play. Um, but I mean, just really good control by Kirsty and great play by Brogan. I thought Brogan again was also fantastic yesterday. Um, and then the final goal would come from Dina Oshman. A really, really good ball in by Rachel McLaughlin. It just misses, I think, Sam Kerr. And Dina's there just taking a slide in and slide at home. Didn't look the most comfortable on the actual tough pitch. But Dina's first goal in the league for Rangers. She did score against Barton in pre-season. A lovely lob over the keeper. So that's really good that she's got her first goal under her belt. And she continues to kind of go forward, as we said, coming into Thursday especially. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just when she hits it, so she doesn't say like clean, clean, she could just get on it. But for Kirst- for Kirsty's goal, Bender should have done more in my opinion. She's standing right in front of her, and Kirsty's and Kirsty just kind of drags the ball and they just hit it in. So she should have really done more, more than the goalie should have. But again, lovely play from Brogan. Like, Brogan has come on late, on late, but she's joined the club. It like absolutely. absolutely when she's with Rachel, I find they work really well together. Um, um I don't know I don't like know each other really well because they both for a while or a while or laughing, laughing, knowing where each other's where each other's gonna be, which is really perfectly and perfectly and absolutely on fire now. And I genuinely think she's an asset to the asset to this she should be she should be played more than she is. I think so, but I think maybe Malkia has Thursday has Champions League in mind because she came yeah, on yeah, last week and then she played the full 90 minutes yesterday so I think he's trying to get minutes in the legs but also not overcompensate for the fact that we have two very very important games coming up next week Yeah, yeah. I think just overall a really strong performance I think Brogan said herself once we got the first goal that was it floodgates opened and we were able to break them down and I think that's what we need um, I've seen something to our comment. I wonder what you will do with a, a, a team like Motherwell who will just play for a draw. And it's like, well, they did that last season. And OK, it was maybe scrappy 1-0 wins, but there were still wins and that's what you need. You need to be able to overcome that. And I think the players we already had and the players we brought in, we are more than capable of getting wins in games like that. Our depth is massive. You could go up to start an 11 and 11 hours old. Look at it. Especially when women come back. Like, that's how they were prospects when other teams in the league are struggling. Like, Lancaster City struggled yesterday against Mother Rail. We are starting to beat them by Marlene. We struggled against them last year and only beating them 2 0. It's showing, showing that this that we've got a back line in the midfield has, has wonders in our favour. And I think it's going to be very consequent this year. I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to be overcome. I think especially the teams that do seduce and have the, the block and pack the box, like Hartwick, for example, for example, I think I have a lot of joy against them. Out wide, out wide, Nick, Rachel, or whoever playing. Higher up, higher up, we can do, 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 just, you know, like, like, it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, the big thing about that is, for us being professional, there's going to be a certain point where they'll start to tire. Teams like Partick Thistle, 
and the the will be gaps, and that's when we exploit them. I think that's what you know Brogan said ourselves yesterday. Once the gaps opened and we were able to exploit the gaps, that's when when it happened. It's lapses in concentration, it's tired legs. You can have all the substitutions in the world, and it would make a difference once we did a flow. Um, you were saying about Glasgow City struggling like 97 minutes it took them to score. I'm still not sure why the fuck they managed to get an extra seven minutes, but that's just me. Celtic struggling against Hearts. I mean, it's all right beating Hibs 9-0, but, you know, Hearts for me last season technically were like the whipping boys. They weren't the strongest team. So to keep them to 2-0, especially after the the ones last week. I mean, it goes well for us, but we've discussed about it before. The minute you press them at the back line, they have to shit themselves. They don't know what to fucking do. Um, Glasgow City are just not the team they were before. Um, I know they won 7-0 last week, but at the same time, that's all well and good. But, you know, Motherwell are a good team, but with the caliber of players Glasgow City's got, your Claire Shines, your Joe Loves, like, these are teams for me, they should be beating and beating comfortably. Yeah, I know obviously Glasgow City themselves are part time, but they have the quality players to hammer teams like Motherwell. Um not overconfident, as you said, I will never be overconfident, especially in this league because upsets happen and we've seen it happen. But, you know, if we just continue in the direction we're going, I think we're more than capable of romping the league again. Yeah, I think uh, I think actually we've got Lisa Moore coming in as well. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I mean, like so much we could you know, you know, we've got the pace, the pace from them. I mean, yesterday up that left hand side was just incredible. Some of the balls, and that ball was playing to her was as if Leslie was Leslie. It doesn't matter who we're playing on that side. Nick, Catherine, Catherine, whoever the balls up and goes off and has to be playing the same way. Kirsty Sack, whoever is up there. I think it bodes well that we've got these systems that work wherever we put on the pitch. Yes. Who doesn't matter who we come up with? Like, we like to break them down, them down. Not going to break Glasgow City off. I think it's going to be very, going to be very interesting to come up against them. See how they how they set up against them. And I don't know whether they would show up there yesterday or not. They're just so used to just showing up to game up. But the quality we have on them, then then some teams that hasn't, if I'm not it's still it's still going to be that, and it's and it's always being split. slightly like it's now going to be a two-horse race between Rangers and Celtic, but I think right now Rangers have just got that edge. Um, because where we were two seasons ago to last season, where we were just running over teams, I mean, obviously there was a kind of scrappy two-worm wins, but that was when we brought in players like Tess to kind of shore up and get those results. And I don't know, Glasgow City, they just don't seem, they seem like a shell of themselves, they don't seem like the team they were. Um, so I hate seeing discrepancies in, in the game because, you know, you want to be as competitive as possible, but at the same time, it's hard when there's no funding and no one seems to care. Yeah, I think, I think it's, 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 it's,
So it's it's a difficult one, but I mean, I, I think the league, I think, we could wrap up. I think that also depends on Champions League as well. It depends on how tired we'll maybe get, as you said, with the split. Cup games, you know, see, to be quite fucking honest with you, I would love to get a treble, I would love to get a double, but right now, winning the league is the most important thing for me. I think winning the league, getting the coefficient up, getting us back in the Champions League places, that's where we as a club have standards and that's where we want to be. I mean, also, I mean, also, the cups are important. Important. For another way to get ourselves in another situation that we can put, we can put ourselves for one off, for one off games. But as you say, winning the league, retaining the league, and therefore that's where we're going to entice players are going to want to come to to the team that are, the team that are running and winning cups and cups and It's impressive, but. Exactly. Well, I think that's about all we've got time for. Um, thank you very much, as always, to my co-pilot Carl for joining me. I have been Rhiannon. As I said, this is my co-pilot car. This has been the Rangers football, women's football show. Keep the battle fever on. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.